Okay, so just to finish up um, Perik Yud Dalid, right? So Maral told us that when, when it says Vayasimu Alav Sari Masim, it meant obviously still like the Pshat on Klausrel, but the Klausrel which are one, that's why it's Alav, in what way are they one? Because there's a Melech over them. And how would that be? So the answer is that even Paro wore a brick around his neck. He also participated in the brick effort. So then all of Klauser, with no exceptions, were obligated in um, making bricks. Ramuz Lachacha Kosuv, Binyan Zed, Dover, Niflum Oat. He called Dover, She Osu Mitzrayim, Li Yisrael Haya. Meaning, right, like we said before, let's let's act wisely with him, right? That was relating to all of Klausrel as one. Um, Now they put tax, they, they put tax collectors on him as one. Vizeh. Ain't Suffolk Shehu Yoser Mimashehaya Hashibud Shayu Mishabdim as Kol Echad Veechad Bitne Asma. So it's one thing to be Mishabed people, it's another thing to be Mishabed a nation, right? To be Mishabed an entire group of people that is very different than simply, you know, you and you and you are slaves. It shows a more fundamental. Whenever something is klali, it's more fundamental. Um, for example, tomorrow is going to talk about splitting the sea, right? So it's one thing to split a particular um, body of water, right? Like you have uh, you have here um, a lake or, or a bathtub, and you split the water inside of it, or whatever it is. That's one thing, right? But when the water the concept of water becomes an entity which is split, that's a much more fundamental alteration to the world, right? So to over here, each individual is not so modern to be Mishabin individual. Not so strange, right? an individual. But an entire nation's Mishabu, that means that there's something, you know, what's with these guys, right? How come they're, they're a nation of Avadim, right? There's something... Uh, fundamentally different over here. Kimipnei shahaya hashibut klali moraze al shahaya nigzer alehim mitzad klalusehem bigzera elokis. Since we see here a overarching national enslavement so that indicates more that indicates that this was a divine manifesto right this is uh, meaning the only way that someone can say listen this group of, for example uh, right but so how did the how did the whites in America justify the enslavement of the blacks right so they said well oh you know they're 
they're the sons of um, the Ham, right? And uh, so they're meant to be slaves to us. So in case you're right, no, do they not? I don't know. I'm assuming so. No, that's no, that's uh, that's for sure. There's people attribute the, the ability of the, the Bible critics, right? The, the nowadays the liberals, so they blame they blame the the, the oh the the Old Testament is a is a justification for the enslavement of the black man. I don't think that. I think, I think there's a lot of liberals. <laughs> <laughs> What? Yeah, no, that could be. No, that's what I'm saying. That could be. That, 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 that's this is a yeah. recent phenomenon. I don't know. Black well, I mean, Noah does say that he will be a slave to his brother. Oh. Who else is Noah? Um, one of his sons is Cush. But Cush is a mean. Well, some sort of a black-skinned people. Mm. Yeah, did Ethiopian. Do, did the I thought we need the Rashi to let us know that uh, that that Ham's Ham, right? The skin became black. Okay. How did how did the white from the south know the Rashi? I believe you know, uh, back 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 in the, the, the we have maps showing. Where, where, where the three I mean, there's three major families, right? The 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 Semites, the Yafis, um, whatever, however they want to call those, those guys, and uh, and uh, and the Ham. Like they have literally maps of the of world distribution where who lives. Okay, and they're accurate. Pretty good. Yeah, and like the language pack, the, the 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 languages break down that way. So they knew they were talking about. Yeah, it's a, in fact. Um, if you, um, if you want, I can show I can show you a book. Um, he's a very modern Orthodox professor at, I think, Haifa University. I don't know, one of those places. Um, I wrote a book with a bunch of very modern, like, things that I strongly disagree with. Some of them may, I'm not sure, maybe is not even authoritative or whatever, but he has a whole section there about languages, which shows how incredible it is that literally we see that the, you know, it's not just a story in the Bible. You see the language families distributed across the whole world exactly the way that the Torah describes it. Like, you would have to have to look through it. Wow, okay. Cool. So, so I, I can lend you the book on the condition that you uh, or, or just, you know, understand it. You're reading someone who is not a, uh, doesn't have proper instructions. Okay. I'll give you Shomer Mitzvah. Okay, so um, anyway, but the point is that how, how else can people justify it to take an entire nation, let's say, you know, um, um, the caste system in India, right? So if, if there's an entire class of people, all of them, no matter who they are, like this guy's more talented, this guy's less talented, prettier, let, let's make it, all of you guys are going to be treated this way. Why? 
right? You have to somehow, you have to somehow explain it, right? You can't just say because, right? Right. No matter what, everybody, right? So it means there's some sort of a fundamental difference between us and you, right? That's that's what has to be said. There's a fundamental difference. That's what Hagen said. No, could be. Um, anytime you're, you're you're dealing with a cloud, right? I mean, the concept of of racism, right, is ha- has to somehow rely on uh, a deep seated fundamental difference. And um, you know, obviously, if if you're saying it's uh, it's a decree from heaven, right? This nation is meant to be this, or this. You know, when America was conquering, when the United States of America was conquering the entire continent, right? So they had the divine, divine manifesto, right? They, well, manifest destiny. Thank you. Manif- divine, divine manifesto is when a king, right? A king would would rule with divine manifesto. Okay, so all these types of things, it, could, it has to. That's the only way you can justify it. Is that that's what God wants? Okay. Lekach bo hagzera al klalosehem keechad. So that's why the decree is on all of them at once, because it's because it's a divine decree. Shadvorim hamikrim pratimhem. When things is a happenstance, this guy he's a slave. Why? Because I caught him, right? <laughs> I caught him in my traps, so and now he's my slave. Or because he was sold into slavery for for being a thief, or or whatever it may be. Fine. So. Each individual has its own circumstances and has, so that's a happenstance. But um, something which is on a mass scale, then it has to be fundamental. It has to be essential, right? So this is a divine decree. Again, you know, people that have ulterior motives and want to divide the deny the existence of divinity, so they'll come up with some other reason, but, but, but it's, it's always going to be a fundamental, it's going to be a fundamental difference in, in, in race or in species or, or whatever it is that, that allows them to do this. Yeah, something like that, like, I, again, I don't know exactly how they managed to, you know, um, what, what, they, what they were saying exactly, but yeah. Somehow they need to claim an essential superiority. So, being that they were atheists, so you know you would have to somehow. I'm not, I'm not sure how you would claim that in a reasonable way, but whatever. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Perik Tes Vov. Very exciting, guys. We're blazing through this thing. Vayivin Ari Miskanus. Oh man, this is awesome. Okay. And they built <coughs> story cities. Ravishmul, Echad Amar, She Miskanes S. Baalehem. So they're darshaning me that this word storage cities is an interesting word. 
Obviously, the root of the word that is being pointed out by both Rav and Shmuel is the word Sakana in here, right? To endanger. So what does it mean? One of them said, Shemiskenes as Baalehem, Ve'echad Amar Baalehem Mit Maskanim. They become endangered. So or they endanger mean? themselves. One is it's, it's a danger. For it, the city is a danger for the person who owns it. The other one is that the person endangers himself. We'll see that we'll see it spoken out. What? Damar Mar Kol Haosik Bebinyin Mit Mas Ken. Because there's there's a statement out there, right, that someone who is a builder he endangers himself. He makes himself exposed to dangers. It doesn't mean that building is essentially a uh, uh, physically a dangerous um, job. It means something else. We'll see what it means, but. Doesn't say building is not any more dangerous than I don't know pearl diving or you know I don't know whatever it is hunting hunting is probably pretty dangerous right so that's that's not obviously what Chazal coming to say depend building will the dangers of building will depend on which union you belong to um, so Baruch Hachamim Beze Hasiba why is it that we had a decree to build these storage cities for Paro? Sakana le Adam Vayamis Haber Buze Hashibud Hagodol Imasakana. So the first opinion is that the people who are involved in it, it's a danger for them. So not only is it a Shibud, but it's a Shibud replete with danger. Sha'adam mit masken fully kadover haze yeshbo toreach gadol ve'en lo dover kates v'sof so it's a tremendous exertion and there's no end you just keep on doing it she'achol levnos ma'ashe yirtze ulefikach Mit masken bebinyin davka. Neze nigzer alehem hagzera binyin ze. So here, apologies. So mit masken means um, means actually to become. Um, how would you say like a masken or something like a like a like the poor guy like the poor guy like a. Um, a really unfortunate individual or someone who's miserable. 
Miskan. Right? So, first opinion so is in, in danger. First, first opinion is in danger. Second opinion is um, to make one miserable. Okay? What, why, now why is it that it makes people miserable? Building. So first of all, because it's, it's an exertion, meaning it's not like, you know, let's say, um, you know, let's say kneading, right? Like, or, or weaving, weaving, let's say, right? Or sewing or something like this, right? So you sit in a chair with, uh, what is it that grandmas do? The crochet or whatever it is, right? So you sit in a chair and you, and even if, you know, you might be doing this for a long time, So, so, so if a person is weaving for a long time, right? But it's not physical exertion. Whereas building is you're schlepping around rocks and you're putting down, you know, you're cold carrying cold pipes and, uh, and you're hammering away. So it's a toreach, number one. And number two, there's no end to it. Why is there no end to it? Because the point is building is self-defined, right? I mean, um, I can tell you. Okay, you built. The, you finish the building. This building, great. Start, start the next one over, over to the side, right? B- build, build another one. Build taller. Build, build more. Um, unlike, this is, I think Revolver talks about this in in uh, Vizria. So about Chinuch, right? This is two different things. There is, there is, Binyan. There he's talking about the Binyan, is. Um, has to do with the intellect, you developing yourself intellectually. Zriya is you're developing yourself emotionally. Emotional development, that's something that just kind of comes with, with time and experience, and, and you can't rush it, right? Intellectually, you can, you can build yourself as much as you want, so there's no, there's no end to it, right? You, you, you can, whatever you learn, there's still more to learn. And that's Binyan. Um, so I'm just kind of saying something that I think people are probably familiar with. Whereas Ria is uh, emotional development can't be rushed. You, you can work on it, but then you have to let things settle in. You have to let things sprout, you know, uh, and, and develop. So anyway, so but he's saying very simple. If you have an, if you have slaves, they're working on a farm, right? So on a farm, uh, you have a large cotton <coughs> plantation, right? So okay, so you have to plow the field. Once you plow the field. Then that's it. There's, then you just wait for a little bit, right? Then you sow the field. Once you sow it, there's no, there's no, there's no, there's nothing else to do, right? They wait for it to grow. I mean, there may be some menial tasks to do, you know, some little stuff, but then you harvest it. There's nothing more to harvest than what you can harvest. You can't. Uh, this, this is it, right? Whereas building, this is this. Uh, it's self-defined, so you can you just keep on doing more and more and more of it, right? It's not stop. What? It's not stop. Not stop. Meaning that it, meaning it's not just physical labor. It's not just building with, with edifices. It's anything that's trying to make things optimal and more productive. It's anything that you or yourself are making the whole thing. So probably most jobs. But, but even like in the industries, like you know, between you guys, I'm sure you can figure it out, right? That some guys 
you know, listen, if, if I have a client right now, then good, right? But if I don't have a client, then, then, I, have, uh, then I have light days or, or weeks, right? Like, right. you know, as a lawyer, right? So if you, you, know, you finished up that job and now you have a couple of small things you're taking care of, but you don't have anything major that's pressing, right? So you have a light session. Whereas if you yourself are creating your own work, right? Um, not sure what, what would be a good example of that kind of thing. Where you're the one who's self-employed? Well, again, but even self-employed, uh, there's certain things that, you know, there's certain uh, factors outside of yourself that will determine if, if, if you're busy or not, right? Oh, no, no, I agree. I'm not when saying you I'm don't not have a client, you're obsessed with finding a client. Hmm. When you work for someone else, then if you don't have a client, you get a white load. Okay, that's true. Fine, but I'm looking for more a business area where where you're always by definition busy. Uh, yeah, so it has anything to do with development. You have, right, like, exactly. You, as soon as you st- marketing, right? You always get more clients. You always get more customers. Or let's say research, 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 research and development, research yeah. and development, right? So that's what you are. You're a research and development. So there's there's no limitation. There's no like, oh, you know, I'm just gonna sit around. No, there's always more to be more to be researching, right? Whereas okay. so there's, there's no outside factors that can slow things down or speed things up for you. It's like a better drug, better computer, better whatever. You can always, you can always be improved. Exactly. Good. Okay. So yeah, so but in the in the natural normal world, right, where mo- most other things were, it depends on your on your clients, right? Meaning if, if they come to you, they you know if if, if you if you're a tailor, so depending you know, so there's only so many people in the city, there's only so many of them that need suits, and you know when they'll need it, they'll come to you and they'll ask you for a suit, right? So in the meantime, you can sit down and learn something, but if you're building. You can always build more stuff. There's, there's, there's no limitation on that, right? You just go a little bit farther out of town and build uh, another storage facility. Okay, so that is that's what he's saying. Farming is, by definition, limited. Building is not limited because it's uh, because it's uh, self-generated, right? Sheacholiv knows. Masha Yirtz, because you can just keep on building more, whatever, whatever you want, you can build. That's why a person becomes so um, pitiful. pitiful through building. So, so that's, the second, that's the second opinion. So either the, the decree upon us was... Uh, that, that it even carries with a danger, or because it is so exhausting and uh, so depleting. Why is that? Why is the view? This, why is the second opinion? How does it make sense that the root mm-hmm. can mean danger? Sakana means not just danger; it means it means. Okay, what's the etymological connection between those two words? I mean, the, 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 these are two really different things. Brings Rashi yeah, from yeah. Sota here. Rashi explains that he mifaskin as balehem. Here's Rashi. Shemavias adam liday anius. Rashi telling you that's the title of the word. Yeah, but again, a miskan. Okay, but so Rashi is ha- 
have it. I mean, a Nius is not exactly a Nius. A Misken really means like a Nebuch, like a, like a guy who's just like a, 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 miser- a, a miserable, someone who's miserable. That's what Misken literally means. Now, Rashi's bothered how does building make a person miserable, right? So Rashi is not explaining it like the moral. So he's just saying that for some reason it's a very non-profitable um, industry, building, and so you just end up being poor, which is a type of misery. Right? That's Rashi's working in Piyas. So the morale is taking a different approach, right? He's saying that since it's a tircha and it's non-stop, you may be making lots of money. That's not the point. Lots of money, right? Is that you're, 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 miser- you're a miserable guy. Okay? So... Um, what's the etymological connection between misery and danger? Um, it's a good question. In Hebrew, it's the two things share a root. It must be, must be related one way or another. But that, so yeah, I have to put that one off to the side. I don't know an answer to that. But nonetheless, these are two separate words. Okay. Aval dvarim asher nimshachin l'teva. Things that are defined by nature, there's only so much you can do. <coughs> you're a, a farmer, you're a vineyard owner, whatever it is. So you do, you do what you need to do, and then and you just wait for nature to do to do its um, to do its thing, right? Lachroch to plow, untoa and to plant. Enokach is not like building. Kiateva yeshloshir katsuv. It has a uh, determined measure has a certain amount of things that, uh, that this is, you know, it's going to take three months for this thing to grow. Lekach lo hayan nigzer alehem shiye shibudam budover shiyesh lo I wonder, in the pale in Eastern Europe, Jews were not allowed to work the land. Right? We had to be involved in basically business or, or whatever it is or, or industry which to a certain extent much more so than, than agriculture has this never ending characteristic to it. Something, I mean, something in America all the more so. What, you can't, you can't become a farmer in America if you want to? What, how many Jews are there farmers? Okay, the entire society you, you yeah, communal base. Fine. 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 People are farmers. Yeah. Fine. But, but Noah is pointing out that, that today in America, the, um, the if, if one wanted to draw parallels to the Egyptian enslavement, there would be strong parallels to draw that today in America, you know, it's not uncommon for a person to work 60 hours a week, right? Yeah, but not farmers. Farmers, they get four months off a year. Right, a, far, I mean, right. a, far, a farmer is like, you know, again, he can't, he's limited on how much money he can make. He's probably not going to, farmer's probably like not going to be buying himself like a large home in Peterson Park, right? Um, but that's okay because he lives on the farm, right? But he has plenty of time, right? Teachers you know, have, have people that have, that have time, right? There's always more to do. There's always more to do. You can prepare more curriculum. You can spend more time being you know, 
Again, if, if you were super duper proactive farmer, you could also probably no, because once uh, once the season's over, you can't do it anymore. You could build the I don't know the, the granary yeah, for next year. Sounds like a bad teacher would say. What? Sounds like some say that a bad teacher would. What teachers don't don't actually have an easy summer? Teachers would, if you if you ask teachers, they say I can work just as hard in the summer. Or do they? Many of them do. Just as the hard as the rest of the year. What? The deep collaborative does. Dan Olkowski, he works just as hard. Just as hard. Okay. Let me, this is actually a good draw the parallel, it seems to me, in my mind, that the whole ethos of American work ethic is vignan rather than farming. Well, because again, farming, how many, how many farmers are there? There's like farmers, uh, uh, what population of, what percentage of the population is farmers? Very few. Yeah. But, but even, even, the, even the mindset that we could extract from, the, from farming uh, does not... Even if you theoretically could apply, even if you were they would they would work really hard to get around it somehow. They would be, be like yeah, what? Hydroponics now. You work all year, you plant all year. Sure. Yeah, you know what, what I'm saying is that is that some American comes up to you and says, uh, yeah, "I'm making enough money." Right. 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 Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fine. So we got it. Right. So we got it. So the point is, yeah, if a person's mindset is one of looking to always be busy then for sure he can he can do it certain fields are more um, conducive to that certain other fields are more conducive to actually letting a person have a little bit of a breather every once in a while right um, and so that the, and so the slavery was so deep and so grinding never the never ending grind right Nimsa this word is coming to tell us that these were these stories said but it's using the word to tell us about how powerful how uh, hard the shibud was Lamar Mora Ehuso Misakin as Baalav, it shows the quality of the enslavement that it endangers a person. Lamar Mora, Godel Hashibud, that it shows the the power of the Shibud, Varihuso, and its never endingness, that is its pro- prolongedness, Shenimshech Zman Harbe, it just keeps on going, it continues for a long time. Vaod, Yeshbezedavar Amuk, Ki. Habinyin hu hefech habrocha. Ki vibrocha ein geder vigvul. Oh, so. It's essentially the same. What? Essentially the same, apparently. What? There is no geder. A brocha is something that is without boundaries. That's the definition of brocha uh, is, let's say, I have. I have um, a whole bunch of grain, right? So until I defined it, I limited it, until I weighed it up and put it into bags, right? So then I could still have a brocha and it could end up being actually, you know, more. Once I've weighed it all up and put it into bags, I have a hundred bags, each one is one kilogram of grain, right? Then that's it. Now it's locked in. So then, can't, then, then it's not shy bracha anymore on it, right? Bracha is until you counted it, until you waited, until you until you blocked it in, until you closed it in, right? 
So what's a what's a, what's a what's a, a builder? What's a builder doing? Builder is constantly building walls. He's building limitations, boundaries. He's a boundary man. He's a boundary maker, right? He recognizes boundaries more than anyone else, right? And a bracha is the opposite of that. Bracha is when something overflows its boundaries and uh, is not subject to limitation and to walls and to... Yes, but just to put that on there, but if you just, if you just, if you just explained being involved in Binyan is like a never-ending process, right? Never-ending process yeah. of putting more and more uh, walls up. Right. I mean, you're taking, you're taking open space and you're and you're and you're and you're cutting it up. You're blo- you're you're <coughs> segmenting space. Mm-hmm. Space. That's what a builder is, basically, right? You have open space, and the builder comes and he limits it. Cuts off another piece. I may go build another building, but each one is now limitation, right? So whereas before I had this this um, open space, which was uh, <coughs> which was conducive to bracha. Now, I have everything is walled in, which is, which is antithetical to bracha. Why is, open, sorry, why is open space conducive to bracha? So, so you're saying, saying the analogy, with, 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 as soon as you say, I waited out. Right. Once I put things in the boxes, right? So I have 10 suitcases worth of the, you know, this stuff. That's it. This is, it's not shy of bracha anymore. Before, before you count, that, before you counted that same mass, right? I could, I could. Well, one, again, once I have a weight, let's say, also it's the same thing. Once I put a number on it of any sort, right, then it locks it in. Until then, it's shaykh to the bracha. There's an implicit assumption that you, before you actually counted it, you can there could be more added to Hashem that you never saw. So provided that's hidden from the eye. Or I mean, not, you not just counted. keep on scooping up. For example, right, like the, in, in in the Navi, right, you have the widow of the prophet comes to um, to Elisha, right, and he tells her, "Just take this little bottle and just keep on pouring." Right now, if she would have like measured up how much oil is in there with a graduated cylinder <laughs> and said, "I have 15 milliliters of oil in here," right, and she would have just poured that into a little bottle that contained 15 milliliters and get full and that would be the end of it, right? The whole point is she just kept she just kept pouring and pouring and that never ran out. It, it kept it kept increasing itself. So if you're a smart man and you believe in the concept of bracha, so you just you know you fill up your grain silo, right? You don't you don't um, weigh you don't weigh or measure it. And you just keep on taking from there during the year and uh, a bracha could be chal on it. Now it doesn't it doesn't guarantee that it will be, right? But it could be Chalabrach. Once you package it up and... and uh, yeah. What? Is this the same idea of a Sigil that you spoke about? Or spiritual ability maybe you're following something so by not count the Sigil is not counting? No, the just no. The, 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 the counting... I'm sorry. So uh, this is what we're just saying. That once you... Once you... Def- define something, then you cut it off from from upstairs, right? Th- then it can't become. I mean, everything you know, comes out from from its source, right? So as long as 
I didn't define it, then it could then it could continue to increase. Okay. This this is like dynamic is that I forgot what Gemara is and I forget exactly what it talks about, but it, it says that someone cannot make a bracha on his grain pile after he's counted it. There's some sort of there's some sort of bracha you can make before you count your grain. I look it up. Bracha or, or it's just or it's just it's not it's not how a bracha on there. I think I think remember <laughs> once this is exactly yeah. what we're talking about. Yeah. Once no, but not about making a bracha, not making a blessing. Just having bracha in your grain pile. I'll look it up. I'm, okay. I'm almost positive that we're okay. to talk about this monarch. Great. Okay. So, lekach nemar bebracha, parats ta yama vekedma. You will spread out to the right and to the uh, to to the um, to the west to the to the to the side of the sea and kedma into the east. Ain bracha ela bedover. Haporus, vein lo geder v'gvul. So bracha is only shy to a thing that's burst out, that is not limited or blocked in in any way. V'zein in a bracha, v'habinyan who hefezze and the building is the opposite of that. Shabona gvulim, v'gdarim. That's exactly what you're doing. You're building um, boundaries and uh, limitations. So then he becomes he becomes um, miserable. He becomes a person who is um, far from a bracha. So that's so that's what it says uh, when the Gemara said the Amar Mar Kol Mitmasken, right? So the simple shot, like Rashi says that for some reason the guy becomes uh, impoverished, right? But now the moral is saying that it's not just the point that he becomes impoverished, uh, is how he is, he becomes impoverished not necessarily because it's a very poor paying fee or job, but you, because the person lives a life disconnected from bracha. That's why he was in danger. You live a life disconnected from bracha, but you're back in danger. I don't, no, I, I, no, this is a result. The result of being miserable can come from many different things. If you live a life this guy from Bracha, you will become miserable. There's other reasons why a person might become miserable. Why miserable and in danger are the same? I mean, you know, somehow, loosely, we can hear anyway a connection. But uh, you want more in depth. Okay, awesome. fine.